We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, I discuss more about the tension that exists between personal freedom and free enterprise, your individual liberties versus those of the company you work for, and Governor Stitt's refusal to step in and protect those employees that are being threatened with termination because they don't want or need the COVID vaccine. And I'll also cover a couple additional news stories. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Welcome to today's Rebellion. So as you know, yesterday's topic on the show was the Oklahoma governor, Governor Kevin Stitt, and his refusal to step in and protect Oklahoma citizens from this overreach of Oklahoma employers when they're imposing on their employees the requirement to ingest or inject a drug that they do not want and in many cases do not need. So the question here is, what is your priority? What is your first thing? What is your summum bonum? Again, that's Latin for your first thing. You go back to freshman year philosophy, and we all learned what a summum bonum was. That thing that you hold most dear, your top priority. Now, in Governor Stitt's case, he has clearly made the statement that it must be free enterprise rather than individual freedom that his top priority, his summum bonum, for example, must be the freedom that Oklahoma businesses enjoy as opposed to Oklahoma citizens. Now, why do I say that? Well, let me read to you again the quote that he put out via Twitter. It was actually a video where he said this, just as I believe Joe Biden can't tell businesses that they have to mandate vaccines, I don't believe the government should tell a company that they can't. Businesses should have the freedom to make decisions based on their circumstances. Close quote. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt. Now, I read it a couple times yesterday, and I'm going to do it again today, because this is a stunning statement, because the governor actually is telling all of the people of Oklahoma that the business and its freedom to make its decisions based on their circumstances are superior. Those freedoms that the corporate world enjoys are superior to your individual liberties. The freedoms of the citizens of Oklahoma. It's stunning. Let me read the quote to you again. Just as I believe Joe Biden cannot tell businesses they have to mandate a vaccine. I don't believe the government should tell a company that they can't. Businesses should have the freedom to make decisions based on their circumstances. And as you know, yesterday, I basically had a fit over this quote because are you serious? 
businesses should have the freedom to make decisions based on their circumstances, but individuals shouldn't. Individual employees shouldn't have the freedom to make decisions based on their circumstances, Governor Stitt. The corporate world should always impose its will upon the employee to the point of termination and not take into consideration the constitutionally guaranteed freedoms that apply to the individual citizen more so than, the, than to the business? I mean, my land. You couldn't get more blatant in your bias toward the corporate oligarchs and elites having more freedom and more liberty than the lowly, average citizen than what Governor Stitt just said. Now, I know he's going to deny that he meant that, and maybe this is just a Freudian slip. Maybe he didn't really mean to say what he said, but I'm going to read it to you again. Businesses should have the freedom to make decisions based on their circumstances. Close quote. He says nothing about the individual citizen having the freedom to make decisions based on his or her circumstances. Circumstances that may include pregnancy, or the fact that you may intend to get pregnant, and therefore, whether you're pregnant or whether you intend to get pregnant as a woman, you may not want to have certain drugs in your body because you're convinced that it may compromise that pregnancy. Or how about other circumstances? Oh, such as we, we learned that Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers may have an allergic reaction to certain components that are in the vaccine, and therefore he doesn't want to take it. Should those individual circumstances be taken into consideration, Governor Stitt? They're not business considerations. They're individual, personal considerations. Does that matter to you? How about religious exemptions? You know, those people that don't believe in using drugs that have been derived from aborted babies. Fetal cells. Fetal cells used in either the research or the production phase. Governor Stitt, are you going to protect the individual freedom of those people to make decisions based on their circumstances, their faith, their Christianity, their conviction that human beings shouldn't be sacrificed for others, for the health of others. You shouldn't kill one human being so that another person can be healthy. Is that going to be considered? Are you going to allow employers to impose their will on those individuals? I mean, the questions go on and on and on. Well, how about this example? A few years ago, when I was president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University, I actually stood with the Little Sisters of the Poor as a co-litigant, as a partner in suing for the right not to be forced to use abortifacient drugs or not to be forced to include them in your health insurance. Now, what if Devon Energy or Chesapeake or ConocoPhillips or Phillips 66, or how about the Ascension Medical Group, which is a Catholic-owned conglomerate, as I said yesterday, what if they all of a sudden start telling all of their employees that they have to avail themselves of drugs that have used aborted babies in the research or the production phase? How is that any different than what happened to the Little Sisters of the Poor? Well, Governor Stitt would probably raise his hand and say, well, the difference is The Little Sisters sued the federal government, and the federal government had no business telling them to compromise their Christian principles. But their employer does? 
Ascension Medical Group can tell the same little sisters to do the exact same thing that the federal government was telling them to do? And you think it's okay that businesses should have the freedom to make decisions based on their circumstances. Governor Stitt's statement is stunning, and I don't want that to just skip on past us as if it doesn't matter because, well, we stand for free enterprise. We believe in the business sector, and we don't think the government should be meddling with businesses. I agree with that. I said that yesterday. I am as much of a free enterprise person as anybody that's listening right now. But does free enterprise extend to the degree that it actually can take away the freedom, the constitutional liberties, the human rights that are guaranteed to us by the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of Oklahoma? I would suggest that it doesn't. You know, Governor Stitt argues that Joe Biden can't violate the bodily privacy of Oklahomans, but then he turns around and says that the Ascension Group can? This is inconsistent and foolish. I said that yesterday. And if our governor isn't going to lead on these issues, at least he should follow. He should follow what Governor DeSantis is doing in Florida. Let's take a break, and when I get back, I'm going to share with you exactly what that is. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I will be right back in a couple minutes. Welcome back to The Rebellion. So in yesterday's show, I focused on Governor Stitt and his statement, which I've reviewed again today, but I also spent a lot of time talking about Representative Tom Gann's proposal, the bill that he has written that he would like to get the House to consider, but they're not going to because the Speaker of the House has already said they're not going to attend to it until February. So all of the people that lose their jobs between now and February, I guess you all can just go pound sand. They don't care about you. It doesn't matter that people are compromising your religious freedom. It doesn't matter that they're not considering your circumstances and your freedoms. No, what matters is that the businesses be protected and that their freedoms, their liberties supersede all of yours. That's what's clearly important to the governor's office as well as apparently the Speaker of the House. But I won't belabor that any further. I shared with you what Tom Gann has proposed as a solution to this, and it's basically a parroting of a law that has been in existence in Illinois since 1998. Well, Let's consider what Governor DeSantis is doing down in Florida. Maybe, just maybe copy what he's doing. You don't have to be all creative and come, you don't, you don't have to lead, just follow. Follow a leader that's willing to do the right thing. Here's what DeSantis is doing in Florida. All public employers will be prohibited from requiring COVID vaccines from employees or anybody else, such as contractors. For private employers, all health and religious exemptions must be granted. Okay, so public employers, i.e. government, will be prohibited from requiring COVID vaccines from employees or anybody else. Now, Governor Stitt apparently is willing to do that, that the government employers, public employers, will be prohibited from requiring this. So, Governor Stitt, why don't you also use the exact same principle, the same measuring rod of morality and justice and human rights and constitutional freedoms. Why don't you use the same measuring rod for private employers? 
Well, DeSantis is doing this. Private employers, they must grant all religious exemptions, all of them. So if you're a private employer and somebody requests to be exempt from this vaccine, this medication, on religious grounds in Florida, DeSantis is saying, the private employers have to grant it. All pregnant women or women anticipating pregnancy are exempt, regardless of who you work for, public or private. All employees, public or private, government or corporate, all employees with natural immunity are exempt. Why shouldn't you be? That's such a no-brainer. Why can't our governor see that people who have had the disease and have natural immunity and can prove it, I'll give you a doctor's receipt or slip. I'll give you a doctor's slip if you will, if you would like it. If that's where we are, that I've got to bring my doctor's uh, statement with me when I go to work to prove that I had the flu or I've got sniffles or I had COVID and I'm immune because I have survived like 99% of the rest of the people in our country have done and I can show you that I have natural immunity now, Governor DeSantis says, you're exempt. Here's another thing that Governor DeSantis is doing. Employers must give all employees, exempt or not, the option to choose testing or PPE as an option. Now, in Oklahoma, supposedly that is going to be the case. But I told you yesterday, I've already seen a letter. I've already seen a letter from here in Bartlesville, ConocoPhillips, where the higher-ups, I can't remember which vice president it was, but one of the vice presidents has issued a letter and it says, testing may not work well for us. In other words, they're telling you right now that they're not going to allow you to do the weekly testing option. But in Florida, they have to do it. All employees can avail themselves of the testing option at no cost to the employees. And the test frequency is to be set by the State Department of Health, not the federal government and not the company. The State Department of Health will test, will, will determine will set the test frequency. Here's another thing they're doing. Employers who violate the provisions specified above will be fined $10,000 per violation for small businesses and $50,000 per violation for large businesses. So Governor DeSantis is saying, you know, if you want to violate the law of Florida, what I've just said we are going to do about this then if you're a larger corporation, you'll be fined $50,000 per violation. He's protecting the people that work for Disney. Stop and think about it. Governor DeSantis has to worry about Disney World and the Disney operation there in Orlando. He's not bowing. He's actually saying you will honor the constitutional rights of your employees. He goes on. No educational institution may require the injections, period end of it. Okay, that's it. He's also saying that there are no face mask mandates, no face mask mandates, excuse me, little tongue twister there, no quarantining of healthy students in the schools, colleges, universities. The bottom line is he is standing with the rights of the Florida citizens. Now, he's not throwing out free enterprise. He's basically saying we've got to honor 
the rights, the constitutional rights of everybody here. Companies will flourish in Florida because this is a pro-business governor, but he is protecting the citizens of Florida at the same time. He's not throwing them under the bus and just washing his hands of it and saying, well, I have no right. I'm a free enterprise guy. I have no right. Or do I have any inclination to tell businesses what they should do with their employees? Really? Really? Well, let me throw out this hypothetical. And you're going to suggest that this might be a little extreme, but it's really not. Because remember what I've always said time and time again on this show, ideas have consequences. And an idea will always bear predictable fruit. So if you're going to tell businesses that they have the right to consider their individual circumstances and they have the right to impose their will on their employees based on those circumstances, what's to stop a business leader, a business owner, the president or the CEO, the chairman of a given corporation from saying that, you know, we're losing a lot of productivity because we've got too many pregnant women here at our company. We can't have that. It's costing us a lot of money. And therefore, we're going to start requiring women to terminate their pregnancies. Now you say, that'll never happen. Well, why not? Because if the business has the right to do whatever it's going to do, then why can't they do that? Well, because that's immoral. Says who? Like I said yesterday, Planned Parenthood would suggest that that abortion is nothing more than the removal of a mole or your tonsils, or your appendix, or your adenoids. It's just the removal of some tissue. So why can't the business tell you to remove that tissue? Because that tissue is costing the company money. It's compromising their productivity. Governor Stitt's position would actually not refute the company that wanted to do that. Well, he'd step in and he'd tell them no. Well, if he's going to tell him no on that, which I surely hope he would, and he probably would, if you're going to tell a business it can't do that, then why are you telling a business that it can require you to take a drug that was the result of that? The result of aborted babies. The drug wouldn't exist if those babies weren't aborted and if they weren't used as research or production toward the, toward the acquisition of that drug. What is the difference? If you're really pro-life and you believe that a business telling its female employees that they have to get abortions because they're compromising the productivity of the company, and you're pro-life and you would tell that business no, then why wouldn't you protect the employees that don't want to use a drug that is derived from that same immoral practice? Do you understand my question? That's why I have such difficulty with Governor Stitt's straddling of the fence. Now, Governor Stitt has done a lot of good things. So lest I be accused of just ranting on unfairly toward our governor, a Republican governor who has been a heck of a lot better than several other options that we could have had, a man that I endorsed when he was in his primary race, Um, And I took it on the chin in Bartlesville for doing so because there were a lot of other business leaders in Bartlesville that were for the mayor of Oklahoma City rather than Kevin Stitt. And one of the reasons I defended Kevin Stitt in that primary was because he was in my office and he told me that he would defend religious liberty and he would defend the unborn and that he wouldn't allow the LGBTQIA cabal 
to roll over all of the rights, all of the liberties, and all the freedoms of the rest of Oklahoma's citizens, me included, as the president of a Christian institution. That's why I supported Governor Stitt. And I'm not jumping off of that bandwagon necessarily, but what I am saying is that if he doesn't start leading rather than following, if he doesn't stop kissing the fanny of the Chamber of Commerce and start defending the dignity and the liberty of his citizens, then he's going to put himself in a position where he could be beat. And God help us if Joy Hoffmeister becomes our next governor. I mean, that lady is crazy. She's a liar. She's a hypocrite. She is not trustworthy in any way whatsoever. She lied about being a Republican so she could get elected to the superintendent of public instruction position. And now she comes out and says that she's become a Democrat in these last moments because she just has to run against Governor Stitt. You were never a Republican, Joy Hoffmeister. You were never a conservative. You never cared about any of the conservative values of Oklahoma. That's as clear as the nose on your face. There's no news whatsoever in this headline that you're now a Democrat. We all knew that all along. So would I support Kevin Stitt over Joy Hoffmeister? Absolutely. Absolutely. But even with those people that you support, I think it's important for us to hold their feet to the fire and to call them out when they're wrong. And on this particular issue, I believe Governor Stitt is wrong. So if you're getting nervous and somehow thinking that, well, you're hurting the governor's chances um, for... uh, for re-election. Well, first of all, I don't think I've got that much influence. Second, even if I am, so what? If he's going to continue to compromise and if he's not going to defend the freedoms that he told me when he sat in my office he would defend, then he deserves to be challenged. Would I support Joy Hoffmeister over him? Never. Never. Nor should you. But is he going to put himself in a difficult position if he keeps compromising like this? Absolutely. Does he have a viable primary challenger this time around? I don't know. But he's going to have one if he keeps this up. You have to lead with conviction and confidence, and you have to protect the people that put you in office in the first place. You can't throw them under the bus because some CEO of one of Oklahoma's major corporations calls you up and says, you need to back off of this. Or the Chamber of Commerce says, well, you're going to lose business for Oklahoma if you, if you don't bow to the LGBTQIA cabal and if you don't start allowing businesses to require this vaccine of their employees, we're going to have people and companies and employers and CEOs, we're going to have folks leave Oklahoma. Really? Really? I guess Governor DeSantis isn't too worried about Disney packing up its bags and leaving. He's willing to stand his ground. So why should we do anything less with the companies that we have here in Oklahoma. And probably a better thing to do to keep those companies would would be to give them sane tax policy. In other words, make sure that they've got a financial incentive to stay here rather than playing politics with medicine. Every time you politicize medicine, you're going to end up hurting people. And that's what these companies are doing. They're politicizing medicine They're trying to placate the public pressure that's coming from Washington, D.C. 
and Governor Stitt should not play that game. He should tell Joe Biden to go pound sand, which he says he's willing to do, and in many ways he has. But really, if you tell Joe Biden to go pound sand and then you turn around and allow the companies to do Joe Biden's dirty work for him, what did you accomplish? Do you really think you're fooling us with that sleight of hand? You're not. We see it for what it is. Oh, the federal government didn't require you to get that vaccine. The Ascension Group did. Devon Energy did. Philip 66 did. What difference does it make, Governor Stead? We were still required to violate our religious principles. And you didn't stand in the way and tell them to stop. Oh, but you can go get another job. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's easy for you to say. Somebody responded to me on Facebook and said that. Well, these people don't have to work for those companies. They can work someplace else. Yeah, if you've put 20 years in at Phillips 66 and you've got a fairly good job with exceptionally good pay, yeah, I guess you can go get another job for half of that someplace else. But, but, does that make it right for the company? And does that make it right for Governor Stitt to just wash his hands of that mess? No. Our Constitution, I'm going to end by asking you this question. Where in our Constitution, whether it be the state of Oklahoma or the Constitution of the United States, does it ever say that businesses have rights that are superior to the individual? Where does it say that? Where does it say in our Constitution that a business, private business, can force an employee to violate his religious convictions or lose your job? Where does it say that in our Constitution? Where does it say that the freedom of the business should be considered over and above the freedom of the individual? Where does it say that? It doesn't say that anywhere. In fact, the Constitution repeatedly refers to you, the citizen, as the person, the entity that has the freedom, not the corporation, not the business, and certainly not the federal government. And I would argue that Governor Stitt would do well to remember that. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.